Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? People should like, subscribe, tell a friend, and wash their hands. Yes, please. That is exactly <laughs> where I was hoping you were going with that. <laughs> that's what you need to do. Specifically, wash your fucking hands. Yep, that's the All the one. time. Yep. For 20 seconds. Yep. Sing songs. Thanks to new smart technology, though, we will be integrated into your hand-washing experience. So, when you're when you're rinsing... If you've subscribed to the Just Us Losers hand-washing experience, you will hear us say wonderful things into your ears like, Mmm, oh yeah, get those hands wet. Lather. I ran over a cat. Moist. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's a stupid joke. That's super exhausted, and I just have no energy today for some reason. So yeah, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, hooray. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Matt, what you're up to? I've actually been up to a little bit of stuff. So Wait, what? I thought you had no time. Yeah. You got to do the census, boy. Well, I just got it yesterday. I didn't have time yesterday. Oh, that's fair. Um, let's see. What have I done? I finished uh, Nightfall. Volume 2 okay. is like Nightmare, Night Night of the Living Dead, but Nightfall. What? No, the first one's Nightfall. Right, but it's I mean, it's it, it's three volumes of the Nightfall story arc. Nightfall, first... Nightfall Volume 2, colon... Night, Night Quest. Quest. Yeah. Yeah. So you finished Night Quest. Nightfall Volume 2, colon, Night Quest. Okay. But you haven't finished Nightfall. Right. Correct. Yeah, okay. Finished Volume 2. And then the last one is Night's End? Yes. Why can um, be remembering that shit? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it ends. Bruce Wayne is like, I gotta come back. I gotta stop this this young whippersnapper with his young whippersnapperly ideas. Whippersnapper. <laughs> gotta yeah, stop this young whippersnapper with his young whippersnapper. Yep. Uh, something like that. Uh, so now that I got to the end of volume two and can kind of see the forest for the trees, I'm appreciating it a little bit more. Uh, okay. I think I think big picture, it's a very interesting story about, okay, we remove Batman from the equation and we have someone else try to come in. First off, just what would it take physically and mentally to be able to step into that role? And then secondly, what strength of character must Bruce Wayne have to be that, that morally resilient yeah. throughout all this and just watching someone else who's otherwise perfectly capable of more than capable of doing everything else batman wise watching his just like his his internal morals and his, his logic and rules break down mm-hmm. it you commented on you said something about like it it confirms by absence just how yeah. unique bruce wayne really is yeah um that being said, most of like the individual little stories and one-off issues and stuff are just not very interesting. Mm-hmm. So, understandable. I'm sure there was a better way to do it. I just can't think of what it would be. Yeah, I mean, that was that that came out following the speculator bust, right? Um, so there was a lot of like writers not writing much and there wasn't much effort put into comics at that time mm-hmm. um so that probably affected it's similar how the movies that came out during the writer strike aren't fantastic yep or they struggled a lot the good ones because uh dark knight rises was during the strike uh, was or just 20, dark knight no, it was 20, i think dark knight was dark knight was during the strike so that one struggled got there still great but there's still a lot of like iffy movies yeah um so yeah, I think that may have been a similar situation where it was affected by the speculator bust. Right. Um, could, could well be. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I did yeah. that. 
watched a couple more episodes of Clone Wars. Okay. Um, much storyline about the Blue Shadow Virus, which what timely the Blue Shadow Virus? It's it's a it's a virus. In... He's a scientist. Season one of Clone Wars. God, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's not a great storyline, honestly. <laughs> I thought, oh, oh this will be timely, it. and there's an interesting, goofy scientist. It wasn't great. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I'm still still enjoying that. Close to done with season one. Um, let's see. I watched GoldenEye last oh, weekend. Oh, I almost watched that. Yeah, so it was on Netflix, and I was like, hey, this is the one that's supposed to be pretty good from uh-huh. the Brosnan era. Yeah. It wasn't great. I mean, it's... Compared to now, though, is that... Like, was it... Were you watching it from a... Yeah, I mean, I was just... I was watching it from... Okay. I just want to watch this movie point of view. Yeah. And I mean, it sticks to the James Bond formula. Uh, problem is, it's just like the, I don't know, the, the 90s-isms are more annoying than the 60s-isms mm. would be, or like the 70s-isms. Um, and Brosnan's just, he's not a great Bond. Hmm. You know, Connery and Craig, they're very different ends of the Bond spectrum, but they both have sort of a... A kind of a casual charm to them mm-hmm. or they can at least and when they're they say they're one-liners it comes off as just very biting mm-hmm. um brosnan just he plays the entire thing with a straight face and he's very good for sort of the aloof cold bond but that's that's always been just a part of the package that makes up bond who he is yeah he's got to be cold but also charming and um roguish and uh, sarcastic with the one-liners mm-hmm. and it just it doesn't quite land um story's fine the yeah that's, that's really all there's to say all right it's a it's a bond movie it's i haven't seen all of them but it's I mean, it's fine it's another, another one right. of those um what else did i do i was excited about something i watched the new episode of devs which dropped on thursday oh nice Still really enjoying it. Um, it's, they just, I, I talked about how in the first episode, it seems like they're all going to be kind of building up to one big twist or sort of revelation, I guess. And mm-hmm. then either end on that or build up to that for several episodes and then play off that for a while. And then they just, boom, drop it on you halfway through that first episode. Mm-hmm. And I said that that it made the first uh I almost said first movement. First episode, it kind of loses internal Fucking momentum. Musician. <laughs> but it <laughs> but it helps the the rest of the show maintain its own momentum. And so they keep adding just like little wrinkles yeah. now on top of this, little layers and stuff. And I'm really excited to see how they iron it all back out. I've thought of that metaphor and I've been sitting on it for a long time. But God damn it. It's the best I can come up with. Uh yeah, no, it's a, it's a very interesting show. They're just the the ideas are um, the ideas are, are different. It just it gets you thinking about different sorts of things. What are you watching um, it on? It's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a it's a very unique and interesting show, and I could totally see it not coming together at all in the end and being kind of a disappointment. But it's very enjoyable watching it right now. Okay. Um, stimulating. I'll say it gets me thinking about ideas. It's got exciting characters and mostly good writing. Um, all right. Yeah. I think that's it. I think okay. that's all the things I've been up to. <laughs> you got to really give me a hard cutoff. Cause I don't know if you have any more. Cause I, Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I like those little awkward. Just let me simmer. Drop you on them. 
Uh, on you. So I have finished Arkham uh, Arkham City. All right. Uh, I 100 percented the gameplay, and I realized that the um to one to get the game saved to be 100 percent complete, you have to do all the challenges. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like the challenges because they require you to very perfectly execute everything, mm-hmm. and it just kind of takes the fun away from it. Yeah, it's like when you need to do, like, when you have to analyze something for school, it just kind of takes the fun out of like reading yeah. and stuff like that. It's just like I don't want to just do the same thing over and over and over again because I messed up one time. Mm-hmm. It's just not enjoyable. So I gave up on that part, but a hundred percent of the main thing. Uh, so then I moved to Arkham Origins, and I gave up. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, dude, it's. So, the story behind the Arkham games, Rocksteady made a game before, and then they made Batman Arkham Asylum. And Arkham Asylum was an amazing game. So, Warner Media was like, hey, can you make another one? They're like, yeah, sure. So, then they made Arkham City. Arkham City was like a perfect game. And then, they were working on Arkham Origins and Arkham Knight at the same time. And Warner Media was like, hey, can you, like, get one of those out quicker? And they're like, no, not if you want them to be good. And they're like, all right, well, we're just going to take over Arkham Origins and get it out sooner. They're like, okay, don't put our name on it then. <laughs> so Arkham Origins is the only game that's not made by Rocksteady. Okay. Um, and it shows because it is a 100% carbon copy of Arkham City. Mm. There is, there's a few shots that I remember happening that it's like they had, it was Batman interacting with a person in a scene and they took the model of the other person, changed it to a different person and then changed the scene. And it's the same. It's the same movements and the same hilarious. camera movements. And like I saw, it, I was like, "That's ridiculous. That's such a such a shortcut. It's absurd." And it, like it's it makes it, it doing something like that is not good because if someone notices it, it immediately makes them hate the game more because mm-hmm. of the effort put into it. And also, just everything else is kind of it's it's not clean. Like, there's a lot of, like, kind of small bugs. Like, uh, you can't land on something very well, or you you get stuck on something more. Yeah. And it's just, it's not a polished game, and the story doesn't do much. It's it's kind of stupid. There's There's a lot of things that, like, it's just, it it doesn't work. And it's kind of enraging at some points where, like, the, the combat is difficult or the um, the the uh, stealth stuff is difficult, where it's more difficult than it needed to be. And it's just, it's not fun. And, the, and also, like, remember when I was raving about how Arkham City, like, all the Riddler things are, are like, problem-solving? Mm-hmm. That is by no means the case in Arkham City. It's yeah. all just, like, collectibles you just run over, and then you you, may, you explode something, and then you grab it. There's yeah. nothing, there's no problem-solving to any of them. That's And it's just, it, it eliminates it all. Um, and so I quit that about a, three quarters of the way through. I got kind of far in the game, but I just don't care about it. Mm-hmm. So I started playing Arkham Knight because Arkham Knight's right. the, the the Rock City game and just immediately an improvement. Like in the first minute, I'm just like, this is a much, this is a much better game. Rock steady. Steady as a rock. Yeah. Um, I, I just, it, I'm only 
two solid missions into the quest into the main story in like and that's that's out of like 30 missions like i'm very very not far into the game yep. um but i'm it's not a perfect game it's not nearly as good as arkham city but it's a much better game they added the batmobile which mm-hmm. does not handle well mm. it's a bit enraging sometimes like i was i actually slammed my hand on the desk for the first time in a while like out of rage like i was actually raging quite a bit from the batmobile stuff and it, it I'm getting better at it. I think it's just a new mechanic that I'm not used to, but it still doesn't feel like it handles well, but I'm not very far into it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was, one thing I know is the problem with Arkham city when it were Arkham Knight when it came out is that rock city was like promised a, uh, a new character, a new thing, Ar- the Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Hey, it's this new person. And like, it's going to shock you who it is. Basically everyone looked at it and were like, and they're like, they kind of gave the breakdown. It's like, it's, it's, it's Arkham Knight. Uh, the this man has a or this person has like a history with batman that uh allows him to know all the the intricacies of how batman works and how, <laughs> having him you're like boy this sounds a lot like under the red hood <laughs> wonder if it's jason todd <laughs> at the end you know who i am jason whoa <laughs> shocker <laughs> no that's a marvel character fuck off <laughs> uh yeah, no. So I, I remember when the game came out and I found out who it is who like I I asked I guessed who it was and I and they came out and they like revealed like the spoilers started coming out. Everyone was just kind of like that's bullshit. Like we were hoping for like a new original story and you really just like rebranded the the uh Red Red Hood story. Yeah. Cuz the Red Hood story is really interesting like just someone taking Batman down and knowing everything about him. Mm-hmm. And then that's where he's like, Oh fuck. How is this? What's going on? I would like to Have read you read it. One. I would like to yeah. at some point. Yeah. You have it. I gave it to you. Don't no. I? I don't. Oh wait, I don't think I have it. I, I may have been one of the ones I read on DC universe. Mm. Cause I read flashpoint and one of, and a couple other ones in there okay. just to get the story read. Uh, but I did those, uh, I'm working on that. And I watched a lot of movies. All right. I know one of them because you texted me about it. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Okay. So I watched Shawshank Redemption. That's not the one you texted me about, but okay. I did text you about that one. You did? Yeah. What did you text me? <laughs> Both check our phones. <laughs> Great okay. quality content right so here. For, uh, so for Shawshank Redemption, uh, it, it went on Netflix. So I was like, oh, fuck, yes. I'm absolutely watching it. Mm-hmm. The moment What's-His-Name gets the, like... It, they're doing the the warden is doing his walkthrough and it shows what's his name reading the bible mm-hmm. the moment it showed that i was like the bone hammers in the bible like i knew i, I immediately was like the bone hammers in the bible like it's just mm-hmm. there's no way he'd be reading the bible because there's nothing that indicates that he's been religious so far right and like he's the kind of person who would put something secret right in front of everyone like he's right. kind of like hide it in plain sight kind of thing so it's like things in the bible then they started having the conversation and he's like uh he starts having the conversation with the warden and he's referencing the bible so like he has things in his like he knows what to say mm-hmm. and then the warden says salvation is this, is within this book and i'm like yeah <laughs> fucking the, the the hammers in the bible dude that's as on his nose as it gets i'm calling it right now and then uh, so that's what i texted you was like the the bone hammers in the bible isn't it and then about an hour and a half later oh, i was like i was right oh. i thought you were talking about some like biblical story about a rock hammer 
Oh no! And I was like, I say Bonehammer, Stonehammer, Stonehammer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I was talking about Shawshank. That makes a lot more sense. Like I called it from that point, and then like an hour and a half later, you. Like, Most of the time, I can tell your your understand your text when you kind of just hop in and mention a specific thing from a specific movie. But I've, I haven't seen Shawshank in like eight years. Oh, so. Okay, that's a great movie. It really is. Like, I understand why it's always number one in, like, the most popular movies. Yeah. Um, it's just, it doesn't really, I, I was laughing. Like, just, I was enjoy like, thoroughly enjoying the movie the whole time. Yeah. I can't really describe it. I was just enjoying it. I was working, so I couldn't, like, critique things. Right. But, like, it's just, it, and I knew the moment that he got the poster and put it up, I knew he was whittling away the wall. Like, yep. that one's an obvious one. Um, but it just, it. I don't know. It's just a great movie. It, like the it's satisfying. It's really, it? really satisfying. And then it ends happily. Yeah. It's the only happy ending movie that I watched. What else did I watch? Um, what's the other one? What's the one I texted you about? There will be blood. <gasps> right. I want, what's his, what's his name? Paul Dano. No, no, not him. Uh, the director. Oh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. Guy who brought, who this guy who single-handedly brought, Daniel Day Lewis back from retirement. Yep. Um, so yeah, I watched that. Um, that's not a happy ending. I mean, it's not a sad ending. It's not really depressing ending, but it's not like a happy ending. No. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a really fascinating movie. Yeah. Like it's, there's not a plot. Not so much. It's, it's kind of just like the progression of life. And then like all these exterior things mm-hmm. that kind of affect it. And I really liked it a lot. Like, uh, the way I just, I, the way I felt watching it is I think if anyone's interested in getting to Yorgos Lanthimos, they should start with, can't remember his name again. Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson is going to be like the generic names in a row. It's going to be like the, uh, and that's why I'm having trouble remembering right. it. Uh, what's the other guy that it took me forever to get his name? Um, 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 uh, 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 Davy Reese, uh, John, da- John Reese Davy- Davis, John Reese Davis, John Reese Davis. Took me a while to get that. It's going to take, what's the fucking name again? Paul Thomas Anderson. I'm, I'm starting to get the Anderson, right? <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, if anyone's get trying to get into Yorgos Lanthimos, watch Paul Something Anderson. Thomas Anderson. Thomas! Ah, I was going to say Davis. Paul PTA. Thomas Anderson. The PTA. people in the biz call him PTA. Cool. No, they don't. <laughs> Andrew has referred to him to me as PTA oh, before. Oh, all right. Well, there so. you go. Uh, watch his movies because the, the the dialogue is just slightly stilted. Okay. It's it's like it's kind yeah. of like to a much lesser degree. Yeah. But it's still not like... Um, Noah Bombach's dialogue, right. where it just feels natural the whole time. Like right. it's still a little bit like mm? on on spectrum of Bombach to no, Lanthimos, it's more on the Lanthimos side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's right. uh, yeah, just watching that, I was like, well, and that's the only one I've seen of his. So like, I right. don't know about the rest of them, but watching this, yeah. I was like, that kind of jives with um, the only other one of his I've seen. I think is the Master, and yeah. that one also again, it, I think it is a bit like just a little bit stilted. Yeah, uh, a little bit of that. But, um, interesting. I, you know, I need to go back and probably rewatch those two. There will be blood in the master. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't like either of them the first time I watched them. Really? I really yeah. like the Ruby blood. That's, I, I will say, um, 
I was reading some of the Wikipedia along with it. So what I'll do for like mm. movies sometimes is I will pull up the Wikipedia for the plot. And as things happen, every like 20 minutes, I'll check into the Wikipedia and like kind of read up until what just most recently happened. Uh-huh. Glad I did that. Cause I wasn't sure. I, I, for some reason thought his son was his actual son. Uh, like I missed. Cause, um, again, I was working. So like when the right. guy died, uh, and I, it, it, when, um, HJ's dad died mm-hmm. or HW's dad died. Uh, I didn't know that that's who died. I thought that was, I like missed elements of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So when I read is like, Oh, orphan dad, I'm really glad I did that because at the end when he's like screaming at HW and he's just like, is it HW? I don't, whatever his, kid, whatever his kid's name is. Uh, when he's screaming at him and he's like telling him like you're a um, bastard in a basket. Uh, I was like, if I didn't know that, if I had not caught onto that and read the Wikipedia, I would have been so confused. I, th- yeah. I would have just thought he was being an asshole and not like revealing the truth. Right. Um, but yeah. And then, so I texted Matt, uh, Paul Dano, who plays Eli, who's a priest and kind of a bit of a, a, a super nut. So, yep. um, I was watching this. I was like, man, he'd be like a really good, like, cause every, you know, mm-hmm. me, I always oh, yeah. look at actors and wonder what, yep. cause people like asking me about that. Like what, yeah. what, what, who I would cast as this character, who I would cast this actor as, um, I was like, man, he'd be really good, like Mad Hatter or like a Riddler, just kind of like the slightly unhinged. Yep. And like, <laughs> I looked up who he was, I was like, Oh, it's Paul Dano. Who's playing the Riddler? <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> so yeah, no. Now I'm way more excited to see how he does that. I hope he goes a little bit more like, kind of just tweak, tweaked, like a little mm-hmm. unsettled. Um, because I like that. Because a supervillain whose obsession with riddles, whose his thing is like just trying to be the smarter person. Like I will, I'll, 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 I'll give you riddles and riddles. And it's like kind of stupid unless you make them unhinged right like if you have a logical person obsessed with riddles it just doesn't work in what they're seeming to go with grounded right so like you need to make him just like kind of unhinged that like his thing is riddles and kind of getting caught like having a gimmick you need to be unhinged like the joker in dark knight didn't have a gimmick he was just like you never find out why he was wearing the war paint like the right. makeup there's the early on they were like war paint to scare people like that could be his thing. It's just could be that, or just the fact that it it doesn't matter to him. But like having a gimmick, like Julia, Julian Day, the Calendar Man, mm-hmm. is one hundred percent not okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a guy who's obsessed with doing crimes that theme around what day it is, <laughs> like you can't do that grounded and just be normal. Like, no, I guess you could, like. Not really. Not not particularly, but especially riddles. Like, you just can't do that. Yeah. And Mad Hatter being obsessed with, like, Alice and stuff like that and trying to do everything constantly rhyming. It's You've got to be unhinged, though. So. That yeah. happened. Um, fuck, what else did I watch? Uh, I should have written it all down. Go to your IMDb and look at your most recently rated. I didn't rate them. Oh, you I know. You I'm a fool. You failed me. I'm a fool. You failed me for the last time. I'm a f- Oh, oh, uh, I watched, um... Walking Phoenix. Uh, walk the line. No. Uh, inherent vice. No. Uh, gladiator. No. He's uh, in a gladiator. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Um, you were never really there. Oh. Here. Yeah. You're never really here. Have yeah. You seen that? 
I, I've recommended that one to you before. Oh, I think that's why I saw it. I was like, I think, I think I subconsciously was like, yep. I, I picked that one out. I was like, I didn't watch that. Yep. That movie made me want a rated R Batman movie. Okay. Purely for the reason that we need to see the gratuity of what the villains actually do. Mm-hmm. You can get away with a PG, a PG 13, even PG Superman movie with Lex Luthor. Right. Cause there's not, he's not gratuitous. He's just, I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Not wrong. A lot more charming than that, but you're not wrong. Still better than Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, but that's the way he is. He's like very much just like kind of uh white collar wall street style of taking Big picture. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Batman's villains are maniacs. Yep. I'd like to see a rated R like Riddler because everyone, th- we were talking about this, I think, mm-hmm. that uh, I don't know if it was on the episode, but Riddler's a maniac. Yeah. Like everyone thinks, like, oh, he's just kind of goofy, but like, no, he, he's obsessed with riddles, but like behind the scenes, he's like kidnapping people's families and murdering people's families and burning down entire houses and like setting bombs everywhere. Like Riddler's. Actually, a super big mass murderer. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Riddler probably has a bigger body count than most of the other villains. Yeah, um, it will be. But like, you to get the reality of what Batman's fighting, you really need to allow the villains to just be what they are. Yep. Like, have Bane do what basically the Mountain does to the Viper, like on screen, like. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Show how bad these guys actually are. Yeah. Because you can't dance around the way that they actually are. Like, you can talk about it all you want, but it's not really going to show you how much Batman's doing until you see what they do. Yeah. And you need to be rated R in order to allow that to happen. Joker is a great example. Yeah. Because it just, it they went rated R because they allowed for that mm-hmm. reality of just, like, shooting fucking De Niro's head on live TV. Um, I, it just watching that made me want a rated R Batman movie. Okay. I can't remember why it was like the second or third movie I watched this week, but I was just watching this and I was like, I really want a rated R villain. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, um, what a, what a trip. It's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end, like it, it, it got me. Um, when mm-hmm. like it shoots himself in the head and I'm just like, okay, no one else is reacting. What the fuck? And then yeah. he didn't. And I was like, Oh, it's like imagination. It was just like, he was like, if I kill myself, no one's going to notice. And I'm just like, Oh, well, that's yep. depressing. But then also like the sweet little, he and his daughter. And I'm just waiting for the sequel where his daughter's doing the same thing as the sidekick. And he turns out to be Batman. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's that. Uh, what did I mention? Oh, the um, well, there with there will be blood. I caught a foreshadowing. Oh, when they show the, the initially that the drill thing that lands in the mud the first time, mm-hmm. like with the way that like you like let it slip and then like it's just like this like tungsten rod basically that just mm-hmm. drops and it hits the ground the way it does. I'm like someone's gonna get hit by that. Yep. I know someone's gonna hit by that. And then like 18 scenes later, there's a guy in there and they're hoisting it up and I'm like. Here's where it is. This is yep. where they this is where they uh pay off with that with that yep. scene earlier. Yeah. And then he did, and he died. He did bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> he got all crushed. Yep. Um I can't remember what the other movie was. This is really annoying. You gotta rate these things on IMDb I like immediately know. afterward. It keeps you organized. You're like, I can go back and I can look and I can scroll through my ratings and I can see, okay, 
I remember this point in my life because these are the movies I watched. I'm just, there was a while where I was defined by what movies I watched when. And That's really kind of depressing. I'm going to go back to my recently watched on it on, uh, I think, uh, Netflix has like continue watching or rewatch. Uh, I started watching Beasts of No Nation, but I was at work and there's a lot of, uh, uh, subtitles and also for some reason my internet was trash and it was just all 100% grainy mm. and I could not could not do that yep uh let me see you watch again uh, can i like i can't see like what i've I recently I watched yeah i don't think you can get a history oh nuts uh i'm gonna quickly swing through i think i watched a movie that was on my list but i didn't take it off that might help. Um, um, I'm going. This is the worst fucking audio for. A, I'm I'm really enjoying this, and I know I great. could be vamping and doing something productive here. You could. With my voice. It'd be great if you were. But I could also just sit here and enjoy the spectacle of you frantically scrolling through your phone trying to you find a particular movie. Our dick. It's not on there. I don't know where it is. All right. I don't know what it was. Maybe I'll think of it later. All right. We'll we'll go back and. Also, I didn't start a timer, so I don't know how long this episode's that gonna go. Could going on plenty. The uh, news news Most pretty of much the... the news is the fact that there's no news i made that joke off the air and you've yes, stolen you it i did you dirty I've stolen thief. your joke uh i mean we've got a little bit of news most of the news is the fact that pretty much every major uh yeah i would say pretty much because not all yet uh pretty much every major studio has completely canceled their 2020 slate or all at production least pushed it way back or push it way back yeah uh all production is come to a complete stop in hollywood which is making Andrew nervous because he needs work. Yep. Um, and it's, yeah, so that's all being stopped. Batman was announced to be stopped today. Unfortunately, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him is not stopped. Maybe everyone there gets coronavirus and they just cancel the movie altogether. Here's hoping. It's ironic because the movies are a plague under our universe on themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for some reason that one's still going. Batman is on hiatus. I believe two weeks for now, but of course they'll be monitoring the situation and I suspect it'll end up being a lot longer than two weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. New mutants has gotten delayed again because of course it has. Oh, uh, we got the wonder woman trailer, not the wonder woman, black widow trailer. We haven't talked about the new one yet. Oh yeah. We got a new one. Uh, did you see it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I watched it. Uh, so real quick, I texted you a thing about it. I texted you that thing after I only saw like a brief clip mm-hmm. of just him of Taskmaster doing the claw thing, and I was like, they're gonna show us him watching every like watching the Avengers. They do that in the trailer. They show yep. us him watching the. I was I was like, <laughs> why is he explaining to me things that are in the trailer? Yeah, no, I wouldn't watch the trailer. I was like, oh, now I feel stupid. <laughs> you uh, are. But I'm really excited about that. Watching all the interactions, like it's it's cool to watch. I went back and watched it several times to see how Taskmaster acts like all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Does the whole uh, shield thing, like the kick shield thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does like backspring stuff that uh, Black Widow. Do- I mean, they show that of her and him doing it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or you're claiming Black Taskmaster's a girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I I watched a breakdown of it that you probably watched the same one where they show Taskmaster and the girl that everyone's expecting to be in the same shot. Mm-hmm. That's probably not her unless they're doing a whole like fake person like Batman having Alfred dress up as Batman so that Bruce Wayne could be next to Batman. Wait, who are they showing the same shot? What's well, the black haired girl? Rachel Vice. Yes. 
Okay. People thought that she was going to end up being Taskmaster. I, You know, I've been thinking about that, and I kind of think it might end up being Florence Pugh. I don't know how that Oh, they definitely sense. show her and Taskmaster in the same scene. But, like, they do the thing where they do the flippy thing and each grab each other's guns, and it's like she's mirroring her. Taskmaster. Interesting. That's an interesting thing. I thought of that this week, and I was proud of myself, but also, like... I'm sure I've seen them together because I hadn't even considered that possibility yet. Yeah. So that, that's an interesting point. Um, but, I, but counterpoint is that they grew up learning the same fucking thing when you grow up, like they, they grew up being brainwashed with the same training. Right. So surely they are the exact same. They I, fight the same. Yeah. Exact that's, way. that's how I read that scene the first time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see taskmaster. I hope it's an original person and not like a, um, flip like a because the danger of taskmaster is that you're fighting someone who can do exactly what you you can do but faster i can do everything you can and better too and better too (laughs) there's a song about that yeah um if they don't play that song in the movie i'm gonna oh like the like they do like the pinocchio thing from age of ultron where it's like a slower and creepier version of it if that doesn't show up at some point i'm gonna probably just watch the movie anyway because i'm not that invested yeah that being said i i did like this most recent trailer and i'm i've gone from just like yeah you know i'll watch it to yeah i'll watch it and i'm I'm hoping i'll enjoy it i mean i was hoping i'll enjoy it before but i'm a little more optimistic now i guess yeah just it was a pretty good trailer yeah i i like the the taskmaster uh character yeah um that's one that if Oh, we're going to you're going to do a villain showcase on that, aren't you? Probably. Um, Because it's in the Spider-Man game. You come across Taskmaster. Uh Um, And that's a like, I I think that that character is just really cool. Like the ability to do that. Um, It's a little better. I think. Okay, don't don't. I don't want to fucking hear people screaming. Ha ha. Preston did. Preston admitted this. Blah, blah, blah. I think it's a better version of a DC character. Ah, Preston did the thing. He said Marvel's better than DC. Confirmed. I'm going to actually hit you in the face with this microphone. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I I, I would equate the same. That character is, uh, it came after Amazo, Mm -hmm. the Android. But I think the problem with Amazo is that it gets like superpowers too. Yeah, um, and that that just gets overpowered when you've got when you've got Amazo being able to do the exact same thing as Superman, Green Lantern, Flash, and you're just you're just like you're fucked. Yep. The whole thing is that like he gets the weaknesses too. Yeah. I've never read a storyline with him in it. He's just kind of around all the time. Yeah, uh, and I think that's just because you don't want to write yourself into a corner with that character. No, that's a character that's really hard to write a good story where it's just it doesn't you don't break rules to make your heroes win. Right. Uh, but I think taskmaster is really interesting because he learns the skills, but can only do them about as good as a really good human. Right. Um, so having the, um, can't shoot spider webs out of it. Well, I mean, he can make the gadgets. I'm sure he's right. that genius, but he can't, he can't block winter soldiers arm like Peter can. Right. Um, and he can't like, uh, well, Tony's, that uh what's another hero that he can't do magic like uh scarlet witch and um he right. can't do anything he can't basically can't do anything vision can yep uh <laughs> vision's basically just useless to him but 
no, he learns all the skills from like the people that are master martial artists. So he just becomes a absurd master martial artist in every way. Um, but also, you can still shoot him in the face if you're good enough. Right. And he's die. Yeah. Also, which would you rather have in your story? Amazo or Taskmaster. One of these names is cooler than the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to fact check that Amazo came first. I'm pretty certain Amazo came first because Amazo was like. You look up Amazo, I'll look up Taskmaster. 1950-something. Not Amazon. I don't want Amazon. Taskmaster first appeared in May of 1980. And Amazo first appeared in 1960. All right. So that was pretty close. Um, yeah, so he was much earlier, but yeah, no, so that's a good trailer. I'm, right. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that movie. I, I'm excited for the movie for Taskmaster. I really don't care about Black Widow at this point. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it could be fun, but I, although I, I, what I am ready for is the fucking Wonder Woman movie, dude. Absolutely. I'm so excited. I've been watching those trailers again. Yeah. Just, they're good trailers. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Any other news? Uh, WonderCon has officially been postponed. Oh yeah, all the things have been canceled. Uh, San Diego Comic Con has officially not done anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, E3's been canceled, which is really annoying because Warner Media was going to have a have a um have a uh a conference, mm-hmm. which is the first time they were ever going to have a conference, and they were going to announce their new Batman game that's under development mm-hmm. and the new Rocksteady game, which is under development. We don't know what Rocksteady would do because hmm. this would be Rocksteady's fourth fifth game of all. And they and three like three quarters of their games are above eighties in in every rating scale, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, so we were really hoping to see what their announcement were for that, but we don't have that anymore. So maybe we'll get it actually sooner, so they're not waiting for E three. Could be. Um, I know there was rumors at one point that Rocksteady was going to make a Superman game. That's, that's that's still the paramount or the like the kind of the the first idea uh-huh because uh, we know they're not gonna be working on a batman movie while or a batman game while warner media is also working on a batman game probably they wouldn't do that um didn't they literally do that with origins and night well so origins was taken over right they were gonna do both like but the rocksteady isn't gonna make i i think they're done they've played their mat their their hand with Batman. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a little concerned about Warner Media making another Batman game. I think it may be something more noir, which would be really cool. Like you can do detective games. LA Noir is a good game. Yeah. Maybe they do something like that. Telltale se- Telltale Telltale series is a pretty good Batman game that's more like you'd make decisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So as long as they don't try to mimic the Arkham series, I'm fine with it and I'll definitely play it. Um, but I have a theory that's definitely not true, uh, but I really hope it is that they're doing a Superman game. They'll do a couple Superman games, then they'll do a couple Wonder Woman games, and then we'll eventually get the MCU, the MCU uh, world in DC comics or in DC games. Because that would be really, really cool. The RSVGU, Rocksteady Video Game Universe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's. Rocksteady's one of those developers that can really innovate games. Mm-hmm. Um, so they made Batman. They de- they designed that entire combat system from scratch. Spider Man took that like that engine. Like Marvel borrowed that engine because it's so perfect. Yep. Um, it's fast. It's accurate. It's like it feels natural. Um, 
So I would no, not put it past them to just develop a new combat system for Superman or like a flight system. Yeah, they'll, there I mean, some, they'll come up with something. There are some pretty okay flying systems, but it's kind of hard to do them accurately and make it feel right. Uh, but I mean, these guys are amazing game developers. Like when you're playing one of their games, it just everything feels right. Uh, everything makes sense. Everything's clear. Um, Arkham Origins, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> it really is just this weird outlier. Um, but there's always one. One thing I did like about Arkham Origins is uh, they have a different voice actor for Batman and for Joker. Because uh-huh. the idea is that Arkham Origins was a, uh, two years into him being Batman, or in his second year being Batman. Okay. So there's a lot taken from year one. Um, there's a lot of elements like from year one that are very, very obviously from year one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joker is like, it's him finding out who Joker is. Like Joker's a new guy to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Batman's a different guy. He's a different voice actor. And so it's not the same like deeper growl as Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. So it still feels like he's kind of new. Um, one thing that I don't know how to feel about it. I could really like it or I could really dislike it is the combat doesn't there, there's a lot of things so like when when you drop down to to the floor or behind someone in all the other arkham games batman will like flare his cape to slow him down right at the last second and drop softly mm-hmm. arkham origins he doesn't do that he just drops and either they did that on purpose because batman's new and he hasn't figured out all these new kind of tiny techniques or they just didn't, they just didn't do it, and they're making me trying to do that as a cop-out of just not designing that animation. Because <laughs> fuck that if they did that. Yeah, kind of feel... We can pretend it was the former. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Any other news? I have one piece of very good news that I just saw. All of the CW's Arrowverse shows have stopped filming. Maybe they'll stop forever. Maybe they'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very weird little whisper song <laughs> i kind of like it it was kind of endearing <laughs> all right so let's let's hope that stays uh, canceled um yeah anything else that's all i got news wise right, what are we talking about we're talking about sequels that were both unnecessary and good okay there's a lot of sequels that were unnecessary. Why Not are we, a lot of them are good. Why are we talking about this? What's the movie that's coming out that's making us talk about this? Or the movie that was coming out? Uh, Frozen 2's been out for a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What other movie's coming out? Maybe well, I, mean, I should fucking have my, my, my notes. Episodes chart. It wouldn't hurt. Uh, it'll tell me. Um... Wait, oh, King's Man was supposed to come out, like, five weeks ago. Oh, that got pushed. Yeah, a lot. Didn't it? Uh, Quiet Place 2. That was supposed to come out this week forever ago. Yeah. Uh, So, a sequel, unnecessary sequel is done right. So, that's an unnecessary sequel. And we assume it's going to be right. The advanced reactions are that it was done right. We won't know. It's currently indefinitely delayed. Yep. But it'll happen. Thanks, diseases. It's good to go. Uh, I'm Boy, suddenly... if only the pandemic response team didn't get fucking fired, huh? I'm suddenly a little worried that they're gonna like start tinkering with some of these movies that are finished and ready to go, and end up kind of messing them up. Um, but also, maybe they'll just make them better. I think the mo- I think this is going to 
it's going to make good movies better and bad movies worse. Because everyone's going to start tinkering and it's just going to do continuous of that tinkering. Yep. Like, uh, like Quiet Place, maybe there's some like sound engineering that they wanted to do a little bit yeah. more. Like, make that a little bit more perfect. They'll do their tinkering, but they'll also do some tailoring and some soldiering and some spying. How dare you bring that up? It's a good movie. I'm allowed to bring up good nothing movies. nothing to do with this. But they're making the movie better, and so they're tinkering, tailoring, and soldiering and spying it. They're making it into more of a good movie. Like anyway. It was a good movie. It made sense in my head. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about movies that came out. Yeah. So I think, I think there's two kind of classic examples here. Uh, and I think those are Aliens and Terminator 2. Uh, that being said, I don't really like Aliens. Like, it's fine. Um, it's interesting, though. It's So Alien is basically it's a perfect self-contained slasher in space. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about this when we talked about slasher movies. And uh, when we did our two-part horror episode like a year ago, year and a half year and ago, a half ago. Halloween, um, we talked about how there's kind of a slasher structure and it turns out that movies like Jaws and Alien are actually also slasher movies in disguise. Yeah. Because that was slasher era. Um, and so Alien is a slasher movie in space. It's a great self-contained sci-fi horror movie. Yep. And then Aliens came along. We don't, we didn't need a sequel, but they dropped it on us and they turned it into an action movie, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's... I didn't like it as much, probably just because I prefer the the horror and the, um, I guess the limited scale, to mm-hmm. the the action movie part. But you know, I'll, I'll admit it's very well done. It's well regarded for a reason. Yep. Um, Terminator. Speaking of movies that are actually just kind of slasher movies, yeah. Terminator, the original Terminator. It's basically just a slasher movie, except the, the slasher is a space robot. No, not a space robot. Future robot. Future robot future robot who travels backward through time and space a frobot frobot i guess he's an afro it was a dumb joke did oj simpson ever have an afro because i think he was supposed to play terminator at some point was he yeah oh too bad they he got he, terminated Oof. they thought he looked too nice to for the role. <laughs> Really? Is People this a thing? Buy, I think this really is. What the fuck? I need to look this up, but I'm like 95% sure. I feel like this, this is can't be the case. I. That's too perfect. Let's see. Okay, so according to Arnold Schwarzenegger, it was true. James Cameron says that it was not. Okay. Still, that'd be very funny. Maybe Arnie and OJ were talking, and Arnie was like, hey, you should do this. And he was like, cool. And then James Cameron never heard about it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that might be the case. Anyway. Um, anyway, again, yeah, that's a that's another case of they took it a, took from a slasher and turned it into more of an action movie. Yep. Um, with Terminator 2, Judgment Day. You know, there's a common denominator here. Aliens, Terminator 2, they're both action movies directed by James Cameron. Is Avatar 2 going to be good? Doubt it. Alien was good. Avatar was fine kind of bad it's true i guess they're working from a better starting place yeah um also original <laughs> true yeah the two are original true uh i have i have another one that i actually thought of uh back to the future yeah no i don't think i've ever seen the second or third one 
I've seen the second one. Oh no, the second one is when he went to the future, right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, goes back there. Back to the future. Except he'd never been to the future before. Yeah, he'd never he'd been to the future. In the, and in the past, it was back to the present anyway. Right. Well, except it was back to the future for Doc. Because he needs to send Marty back to the future from whence he came. Right. Is that why that's called that? Yeah. Oh, I never made that never made sense to me. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, that's that's uh, it's a classic movie that just didn't need a sequel. It's yeah, not necessarily a franchise movie. It's just an interesting one-off sci-fi comedy adventure movie. Yep. Um, but hey, they made a second one. They did. And the that's second one good. was also good. And, and the third, third one was good. Uh, here, I haven't seen the third I one. I also haven't. That's oh, the God, old west. That's the old west one. Feels oh like, yeah. Feels like it's got to be a weak link somehow, but yeah, it's probably fine. Um. I don't know. Are there any common threads connecting these three movies and their sequels? What years were they? They were all 80s. That's part of the problem. And Blade I, I, Runner well, was 80s, right? Yeah. Alien was 79, I guess. But yeah. these are all 80s movies, really. Um, I guess that was before it really got corporatized. Yeah. So if they're making a sequel, it's you know what? No, to. You know what? Another sequel, a necessary sequel that worked. What? Empire Strikes Back. That's uh, that's true. That wasn't un- uh, Star Wars was just supposed to be Star Wars, and then they did the second one, and the second yep. one's so much better than everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good example. Yeah, and you know what? That's another late seventies, early eighties example of, hey, we made a good movie, and then someone creative behind the scenes says, you know what? I want to do another one of these. Not the studio says, hey, this made a bunch of movie, a bunch, a bunch of, of movies, a bunch of money. Let's make it to make a bunch of movies. Yeah. So that's a that's that's one interesting and important through line there. I thought of another example that contradict contradicts that, but I don't remember what it is. Oh, um, good. Uh, what are other sequels that happen? What are there? Frozen Two. <laughs> nah, Frozen Two didn't need to happen. <sighs> yeah, but I don't know if that counts. Just yeah. like that's a movie you expect to get a sequel, even if it's is going to be unnecessary. Yeah. Like the, the fast and furious movies. Those are not one of those sequels has ever been necessary, but they've all been kind of inevitable. Yeah. Um, something like quiet place or terminator sequels, not necessary. And there's no real sense at the end of that movie that a sequel is inevitable. The story could keep going from there as has been demonstrated very clearly. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't, it's not, it, you don't get there and there's no post-credit scene saying, hey, we're going to do one of these. Yeah. Like Thanos will be back. Right. <laughs> Thanos will return. Uh, what are the movies that didn't need unnecessary sequels? Um, Jurassic Park, kind of. Yeah. That one didn't need more. But. I don't know why I'm opening this. So the interesting thing with Jurassic Park is that's kind of at the point where... Um, it is getting a little more studio driven. And so yeah, the first one made a buttload of money. And so they were like, okay, let's, uh, let's see if we can crank out a few more of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually, that pushed Michael Crichton to write the second book. Cause originally he just, he wrote the first book and that was it. Yeah. Um, he killed Jeff Goldblum's character in the book and then brought him back and made him the main character of the second book because he didn't die in the movie. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that, that one felt a little more studio-driven, and maybe that explains why the sequels are... 
uh, hit or miss, let's say. Mm-hmm. That's, that's probably a polite way to put it. You know what another bad one is? What's that? Um, I had it. Oh, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. First one was its own thing. And then they, well, kind of it hinted towards Albus. And yeah. I guess that one and the sequels were inevitable. It wasn't yeah. ever a self-contained movie. It also wasn't just great on its own. And it's, it is it is itself an unnecessary spin-off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, it seems like we're discovering that a lot of this depends on the starting place. Yeah. Um, you make one good movie. And then you have someone like John Krasinski that says, you know what? I could probably make a second of these and also make it good. And I have some ideas for how that story's going to go. Yeah. So that's a, that seems like a very important point. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking at a list of some unnecessary sequels. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. The first one. First well, one is the a, second one's not. Second great. one's not terrible. Isn't it? It's one with Davy Jones, isn't it? Yeah. It's not terrible. Is it like the heart? Yeah. It's not good. And they were like on a, on a, it was Jack and someone else like dueling on a spinning mill. That does happen in this one, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't think that's a good one. No, it's a, it's, it's an unnecessary sequel. And unnecessary sequel, certainly, but not done right. Yeah, no, it's not done right. Um, which is interesting. The starting point is good, but I guess that does feel more like a corporatized one. Yeah. Where they were like, hey, this one made money instead of doing another interesting creative spinoff where there's there's new ideas and there's clearly a need to fill. They were just like, let's kind of retread the original and make it worse. Not a movie. A game. Okay. Assassin's Creed. Hey. All right. Assassin's Creed 2 is an unnecessary sequel. Oh, so much better than the first one. Why was the voice? Explain. <laughs> Why not? Um, no, it just like, they, they changed the way it was. Like they changed a lot of the mechanics with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also went a bit more like open world with it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of what they went for, for the first one. And just like the story's better. And like, it just, the, the, the main character is way more likable. Mm-hmm. And it's so, like the first game came out, they introduced this kind of idea, and then the second one came out, and they're like, okay, now let's actually make a good game. Mm-hmm. So, trying new things, not falling back into your formulaic mold. I think that's the main, that's something I think is we can we can make it the, the claim is that it's doing something different with the next one. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, with Star Wars, you started with the first one, it was about this big death, don't have to destroy it. With five, it focused more on the rebellion running away and Luke training. Yeah, like it was. A, it was a lot. And we've talked about this a lot. The best movies are like why we like Last Jedi is because it goes smaller scale. Yeah, um, it's it's more character driven. It's more mm-hmm. um, uh, more story and ideas. Yeah, I think than um, and the first one's got story and it's yeah. got ideas, but. It's a little more of a big, splashy action and effects kind of yeah. movie. And uh, Back to the Future, so in the past, so it, it adds a different struggle that he has. In the first one, he's going right. to the past, and there's things that he knows about his family, and like mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing. But when he's thrust to the future, he just doesn't know anything. Like, right, stranger uh, in a strange land. Yeah, and so there's a whole different challenge with it. Mm-hmm. Um, with... Uh, 
Blade Runner, mm-hmm. it's an entirely different story. Right. It's the same world, but it's an entirely different story. It's not rehashing the same story. Yeah. The make- ones where they do it wrong are where it's just rehashing kind of the same story. They don't, yep. like you mentioned, new ideas. Pirates, Transformers. And that's where you get, and that's this, That's typically how studio oversight goes, is they're mm-hmm. like, hey, this worked, do it again. Yep. Speaking of which, I saw a news item while I was scrolling through stuff that Jason Blum wants to make more universal monster movies now. Because Invisible Man's made a bunch oh, of money. Oh, good. Which, good. Let's hope they take the right lesson, which is that if they make it creative, and interesting and let it kind of do its own thing then it'll be good yeah and if they just try to replicate invisible man then probably won't be so good yeah frankenstein is an abused ex-boyfriend who is gaslighted <laughs> dracula is an abused ex-boyfriend who's gaslighted. gaslighted creature from the the black lagoon is an a, a abused ex monster um yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no. So I think that's kind of the root is doing something different. Yeah. So your mic is pretty far away from you. Don't ever do that. No, stop with the tone. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm happy with that answer. Yeah. What other, what other sequels are there? Uh, can't think of things. Born identity. Nah. It's not really a sequel as much as a failed spinoff. I think. Yeah. doesn't really fall into our criteria. Um, although if it did, I guess it would run into the problem that it starts from a good starting place, but then just kind of tries to imitate it. Mm-hmm. Guy on the run shoots people. It's probably an interesting version of that story you can tell as a spinoff, but don't, don't know where it's at. Well, I can't think of any movies. Um, another one that I was kind of, I was kind of batting back and forth about whether I should include it in this is uh, dark Knight rises. See, that's not because like Dark Knight is an end point and the studio basically pushed Christopher Nolan to come back and make the third one. He didn't really want to do it. And so that's kind of an interesting case where he didn't he didn't want to do it. He didn't really have creative new ideas on his own necessarily. Mm -hmm. He was kind of forced into it, but he's a, a talented enough creator and a creator with enough integrity that he did try to do something very different, different kind of world, much more. I think it's got a comic booky feel, even though it's still, um, at least explicitly, supposed to be more grounded. Still, uh-huh. it, it feels more like a comic book movie. Just like the, I don't know, the little scarecrow, scarecrow's courtroom thing. That's a that's a comic book thing. That's not a grounded, real Dark Knight world thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it seems like he did try to go for something different on a sequel that was unnecessary. Um, it's just he wasn't that invested in the outcome. Yeah. So I found another one that I don't know if really completely stands up. Godfather 2. Was Godfather yeah, that was 1. that was not necessary. But was God, was it? That was not necessary. But. Yeah. Like, was it, was it planned, though? Um, Probably, because the books were book books I, I don't i don't really know the back we should we should talk godfather i need to rewatch those yeah um because those are those are another ones i probably watched a little too young and didn't quite appreciate yeah um i'm starting to find there's a few of those lingering just in yeah. my movies um those there will be blood the master yeah 
wait for those. I got nothing else, and I'm super tired. All right. I mean, we can probably call it here. Shall we? Well, we so shall. Our, so our, our answer is doing something different. The way to do an unnecessary sequel and do it right is to do something new with it. Um, which I think uh, I think we're expecting with uh, Quiet Place too. Mm-hmm. First of all, there are strangers. There are people alive in this world that they found. Yep. Second of all, they are they're moving. They're not yep. in the same place. It's there's completely different dynamic. There's no there's no home base and comfort of the traps that you've set. Right. You are now completely on your own with yep. a baby. Yep. So. Yep. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Thanks for listening. You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean and Spotify. Uh, we're on Facebook, Just Us Losers, where I'm going to start doing something, writing a little more. Try to when I have time. Don't know when that's going to be. We'll find out. Don't, 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 don't. He's pointing a rubber band at me. Went the wrong direction. Ha! Ah. That's what you deserved. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Just Us Losers Pod, where Preston occasionally gets ranty. Have you been good about that? It's disappointing. Yeah. Should rant more. Yeah, should. It's good for the soul. Yeah. It's really not. Uh, we're on Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod, where we post pictures. I mean, mostly we don't, but occasionally we do. Uh, we're on Gmail, Just Us Losers Pod at gmail.com, where if you want to tell us about some of the obvious unnecessary sequels that we missed, there's a few that we just didn't talk about because I guess we haven't really seen. Um, I haven't seen any of the Saw sequels. Um, I haven't seen any of the Halloween quills, stuff like that. We sort of talked about those in our horror episodes. How these get, this is going really well, isn't it? Yeah. Just a lot of like kind of staring off into space. Uh, we're on Patreon where you can send us money for some reason. Uh, if you've got movies that you want us to see, probably gonna have to wait a few months cause there's nothing coming out. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll rent them on Amazon if they're not on anything and you want us to see them. Otherwise, I mean, you could just send us, I don't know what the smallest amount you can send on Patreon is. $2. You can send us $2 and we'll just watch. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Subscribe to us, I guess, and we'll watch your movies, even the bad ones. Whatever you want. We really have no morals and we'll just, we'll do anything for money. Yep. Uh, Many penises. But not mine. Nope. It's not it, to my to my everlasting regret. Is that all the things we do? I think so. Probably. Uh, next week is something. Something. We'll talk about something. It'll yeah. be fun. We'll be there. Maybe. No promises. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did I even come across? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>